Hey everybody, it's your boy Bradley Thompson here and we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. We are here at the DX3 conference in Toronto. The DX3 is Canada's biggest retail marketing and tech event and it is awesome. I've been here many times before and this is just another year of just awesomeness, just sheer awesomeness. And you know what? It's two days. I'm here both March 10th and March 11th. So if you're listening to this, you probably, you know, didn't see me or maybe you did see me and maybe we're friends now. But even if you didn't, hopefully you came. If not, come next year because it is an incredible conference. There's a lot of exhibitors that do amazing things, tech products. There's like robots over to my right, which is amazing. Um, and then there's awesome speakers that are actually speaking and just breaking down incredible talks. I've been here a few times before. I've seen the speakers, obviously different speakers than in the past. Um, but it was an incredible experience and I truly love it. And that's why I'm here today. So make sure you check out DX3 Conference next year every single year because they have been crushing it for years. All right, so what am I doing here? What's going on? Basically, I'm here to podcast and speak with some incredible speakers and exhibitors. Who are these speakers? Who are these exhibitors? A lot of them are founders. A lot of them are just crushing the game in their fields. A lot of them are just changing the way that we live our lives, whether it's through technology, food, or just different aspects of life. Okay, they're crushing it and I love it and I'm so excited to speak with these people and every single episode is going to bring you a new perspective on these individuals. It is going to be an incredible opportunity. So make sure you listen to this series of podcasts because we are doing it live at the DX3 conference and make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out DX3 conference, dx3canada.com and also check out Living the Canadian Dream podcast at livingthecanadiandream.com and you can follow me at I am Brad Thompson as always. Hey everybody, we are here at the DX3 conference in Toronto, Canada with Mohammed Fakih of the Paramount Fine Foods Company, right? Awesome. Good morning, how are you? You are the CEO of that company. I'm the founder and CEO, yes. It's amazing. Thank yeah. you. I've read your story online, fascinating. Thank fascinating. you. Fascinating. I actually live, used to live in Mississauga. I live in Oakville now. So I know the hockey rink now is the Paramount Fine Foods Food Center, Center yeah. which is amazing. I love it. Uh, so how did you start this company? Why did you start it? What's your story? Well, I landed in uh, Mississauga and Pearson Airport in 1999 with a $1,200 in my pocket. Okay. I lived in a basement apartment, shared basement apartment. Uh, things were tough. When I wasn't sleeping, I was working. It yeah. was a lot of hard work. You know, I had to start my life and make a living from scratch. So I had to work at a coffee shop, yeah. despite the fact that I'm a gemologist. Okay. So I'm an expert of diamond. I have a master's degree wow. in geology, but people won't give me an opportunity because... I didn't have the Canadian experience. Okay. So I had to really, to get to know Canada and Canadians, I had to work at a coffee shop. For sure. Fast forward, you know, I started working uh, for free at a jewelry store at the Eaton Center. Okay. And I did a night shift at a coffee shop uh, to make some living. Yeah, yeah. And then soon enough, another jewelry store saw my worth and gave me a paid job. Okay. And again, 
couple of years in, found small partnership okay. on a sweat equity. Very cool. And one day my wife called me and said that she was looking for some baklava. Okay. And she pointed out this place called Paramount. It was an industrial area in Mississauga. So I drove there, walked in, was nothing Paramount about the place. Yeah, yeah. And I had a conversation with the owner and he told me that his business was struggling and on the verge of a bankruptcy. And he wanted to borrow some money yeah. without knowing me. So I said, look, I don't know you. I'm only here for baklava. Yeah. Handed him my card and just left. But when I got to the car, like on the way out, he was talking about his 15 employees and chefs okay. that basically uh, would lose their, uh, the, uh, like they'll be deported. They'll lose their immigration paperwork okay. if they were to shut down the business. Okay. So I got to the car and that hit me because I thought, like that was me. Like mm-hmm. ten years ago, people were helping me when I came to Canada. Yeah. They made me feel more like a citizen than an immigrant when I arrived. And you know, due to a lot of Canadian people's help, I became like self-sufficient mm-hmm. and a bit better off. I didn't have a lot of money at the time, but I was okay. Yeah. So I called him back and I said, "Look, I would like to listen more. I'm not promising anything, but sure. I would like to listen more." about your story and what's going on. So he came back to my office a couple days after, explained to me everything, and I decided to help him. Mm -hmm. So I had just enough money to help him out, and then he told me three to four days after that he's no longer want to continue, and he just wants to leave Mm -hmm. because he had other issues with Revenue Canada, with his immigration paper. So the staff were worried, were stressed to be deported. So I asked them if they're ready to turn this more than a bakery to a restaurant. Yeah. And for me, it was the idea of bringing better Middle Eastern food yeah. to Canada. And the idea of it changing the way people looked at different cultures, and especially the Middle Eastern culture, was looked at really negatively. Yeah. So I wanted to send a great message about immigrant, about Middle Eastern, through food. Yeah. And as we all know, every single culture has something special about sharing bread together, about sure. eating together. Yeah. And Quite honestly, even today, looking at the world and the mess in the world, yeah. I think breaking your bread together yeah. is the solution of a lot of our problems. I totally agree and with you. And that's where it started the yeah, whole time. That's amazing. Yeah, food always brings people together. It doesn't matter who you are, it brings you together. I agree. You can't you can't disagree with that. Um, so what coffee shop did you work at? I worked at Coffee Time. I okay. worked at Tim Horton for four days. I didn't last. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then I worked at Coffee Time because they were allowing me to do the night shift. Oh, okay. Right? So, oh, so you worked overnight? Yes, oh. I worked the night shift because during the day I was working at uh, uh, the jewelry store for free without oh. without money. Wow, that's yeah, crazy, yeah. eh? Wow. So I had to validate my experience despite the fact that I was a gemologist with a master's degree. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's amazing. Like, you truly are living the Canadian dream. Uh, I exactly am, man. This Look, I, I still work at 21 really hours a day, but I nothing hurt except my jaw. I'm smiling all day long. I wake up very, very excited. Then I figure out why am I excited about it. Yeah. You know, I, I think life has treated me. Canada has treated me amazingly. I love this country. I love its people. I'm not saying that we do not have our challenges, but... We are the best country on the, in the world, and I think we should be very careful to keep it that way. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's amazing, and, you know, everybody should be proud of you, you know, in this country. It's amazing. No, proud uh, to be Canadian. It's just so many opportunities. It's, it's absolutely. We, but we need always, always to be aware of the challenges that surrounding us of and course. the challenges that being exported to us, yeah. uh, imported to us, right? Yeah, so. yeah. No, no, definitely. 
So what's your daily routine look like? So you have a busy day. You said you work like 21 hours a day. It must be hectic as a CEO. What does it look like on a daily well, basis? There was an article around a couple of weeks ago on Toronto Life magazine. Okay. They detailed exactly from every minute of my day. So okay. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Okay. I wake up very, very early. Wow. And I want to start my day usually with some meditation. I, I, I pray. Okay. I do some meditation. But at the same time, uh, I just clear my head. Sure. and start looking at my day, planning for my day, okay. sending the immediate email, do some thinking alone, I love right? It. Yeah. So I can make sure that, one, we didn't make a big mistake with anyone because yeah. I always want to screen what I've done the day before or the week, over that week, and if there is something wrong we did, I have no problem calling people, apologizing, and fixing it. For sure. So I, I, I want to really always reflect on what we've done. I love it. And... The second part I always spend half hour on is our culture. Okay. Have we got out of our culture? Have we lost our noble mission as Paramount? Okay. And we have a very, very strict, but amazing and beautiful noble mission. Mm -hmm. And our noble mission is to become and remain successful while most importantly, right, never forgot where we came from. That's awesome. Yeah. Right? And never forget the poor me that was there. Yeah. And part of the DNA of our brand, part of our noble mission mm -hmm. is the frontline hero. Are they treated properly, which is the people who are the dishwasher, yeah. the server at Paramount. And yeah. the second part of it, without a very good community, mm -hmm. you can't build a successful business. Of course, yeah. So are we good to our community? Yeah. Are we looking after our community? Are we doing all what we can yeah. for our community and to send a message that we are very grateful yeah. to their support to us as a business? I love it. So I go through that. Then I go to the office. And there is a routine I do in the office, me and the second person in command, her name is Carolyn White. Okay. The routine is to actually walk around with our coffee and talk to every single employee at the office. Very cool. To make them feel like they don't need an appointment to talk to you. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. And they make them feel like you ha they have your support when they start their yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And we ask them, what are you dealing with today? And is there anything we can help you with? Yeah, yeah. And then they feel that they're fully supported and not only supported, that there's nothing wrong going on with their yeah, yeah. relation with their the uh, leaders of the business or their peers yeah, or everybody else and you're actually there to communicate with them absolutely and, and you need to make them feel like they have access for sure to yeah you, yeah right That's and incredible. so and then i go through my meetings then always every two days i have scheduled always always i schedule uh, visits to the restaurants awesome where i greet the customers talk to the staff go behind the line, high five with the employees. Sure. So again, they feel that they're proud of what they do. Incredible. And every second Saturday, I actually serve. I serve on the tables. Really? Yes, I still serve on our tables oh and I'm gosh. very proud to do that. And I do it internationally. Anywhere I go around the world, I serve on my table. That's amazing. I go behind the line, I slice shawarma, high five with everybody. So they feel that if I, if their job wasn't good enough, the CEO wouldn't do it. Yeah, for and sure. And I don't act like I'm doing it for picture. I actually serve. That is amazing. <laughs> I I've do it, never right? heard of that before, and that is incredible. That's, no, I, I put a couple amazing. hours, actually. Not only 20 minutes and high no, five and leave. I put a real couple hours of work. And you're also setting an example, like, you know, this is an amazing job, and this is, you know, I'm willing to do it. Yeah, and I would love to see my executive team doing it, and they do it. Yeah. Because when they see me doing it, so they do it, and they feel the pain of those employees. Look, let me tell you something. For sure. I hear a lot, and people used to come to me and say, Mohammed, you know, the customer comes first. Mohammed, yeah. the customer always, always comes first. You know what? For CEOs, I disagree. Yeah. For CEOs, the customer does not come first. 
your employees come first. For sure. Your people come first. Yeah. Because when you look after people, they look after yeah. the, the, the customers. And today, the market is full of money. Yeah. But what we're missing is real talents. And the only way the talents will come to me over any other restaurant company that's maybe more successful, maybe older, maybe bigger. For sure. But we have the best team. We have people that left the biggest company I've ever heard of, right? Mm -hmm. Even company I looked up to that I wanted my company to become their side. Yeah. They have left them and came to us. Why? Because you need to give a better reason to your talent to stay, to stay in your company. And usually a better reason is something bigger than ourselves. And with Paramount is our help to the community. I love it. Yeah. Is how involved we are in our community. Awesome. So they go home and they're very proud to be part of a company that does well with the community. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you gain talent. Yeah, that's amazing. So I know you guys do a lot of community stuff, yeah. a lot of giving back. What are some of the things that you guys do to give back in the community? Well, we do it all. Mm -hmm. Like basically the Paramount Fine Food Center move. Mm -hmm. We could have actually been in Scotiabank Arena. Yeah, for sure. Right? We, we, we wouldn't be able to afford to be Scotiabank, uh -huh. but we would be one of the biggest advertisers and put a million dollars a year and be there. Of course, yeah. But Mrs. Saga Arena makes sense to me and makes sense to what we stand for. Yeah. Because Mrs. Saga Arena is more a family place. Yeah. More where the kids' hockey happens. For sure. The gymnastics happens. Yep. Plus, Mrs. Basketball Saga too. is the yeah. city yeah. where I landed, the city where, I, where my children were born. For sure. So it's two ways. And supporting children's hockey and children's sport is part of partnering with the community that sure. supported you the most. Yeah, yeah. So we do that through as well, walking with high heels to defend women's right. Yeah. On International Women's Day, it's good That's to amazing. mention that. Yeah. So I walk with high heels twice a, a year with the police chief and Ms. Saga, just to walk in women's shoes that they've been abused at home or yeah. they've been abused in their life wow. or for equal opportunity as well, yeah. right? So we are part, I'm the uh, voice and face of UNHCR. I travel the world in two missions a year yeah. to understand what's happening with the refugees. Yeah. And I've been a refugee myself in my life. Mm -hmm. I've been an immigrant and a refugee. So wow, I was a really? refugee before uh, because in Lebanon during the war, when I left yeah. Lebanon to Italy, I used to leave my home and move to another city or sometimes another sure. country due to war. Okay. And we used to live with no money, with nothing and start all over again. Wow. Right. Yeah. And then when I came to Canada, I came as an immigrant. So I've had those two experiences. Yeah. And had, I had vowed that as soon as life started becoming different and better, I would actually never forget the people that they were me when I was younger. What happened? Yeah. Right. And that I will always stand up for refugee. For sure. I'll always stand up for the newcomer to give them the same opportunity Canadian has given me. Yeah. And to everyone listening, always remember the best thing in the world that happened to me is Canada. Yeah. And we need to really protect this country. Yes, I speak a lot about refugee. I speak a lot about immigrant. Mm -hmm. I speak a lot about being a proud to be where I'm from, Muslim, yeah. Middle Eastern. But the biggest proud uh, pride of my life is becoming a Canadian. That's incredible. And getting yeah. the Canadian opportunity. Yeah. And I just want to deliver to the rest of the world that Canada will always be the place of hope for the rest of the world. Yeah. I always want to always reflect that and project that to everyone. That's amazing. I love it. Thank I love you. I love your positivity. I love your your passion, you know, and you don't forget where you come from. And you know, that's but I, I hear a lot of uh, CEOs and founders, you know, they always think about like the hard times yeah. when they first started like bootstrapping all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. And that's what keeps it going. You know? Yes, and you know, it gives you it gives you that grit and hunger to help other people and make yeah. it easier on them. A little bit of right? perspective. Absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. So as a business owner, 
what sort of tips would you give to sort of new business owners, even younger people thinking about starting a project, like really starting to go after it and commit to something? Well, I, number one, I think uh, they need to find a mentor always. Okay. Mentors in life help a lot. Okay. Uh, they, have, they have helped me and they would need several or different mentors over different stages of their life. And For I sure. did that myself. Awesome. Mentor, they will bridge the gap and they want nothing from you because they get their gratitude by seeing that the, their mentee succeed. Awesome. So they really want anything, nothing from you, but you don't have to go through experiences that was already done, mm -hmm. right? So the, you can go and learn from someone else's experience. Yeah. Two, you need to be prepared to fail, right? A lot of people, they end up with paralysis by analysis because they don't end up taking a big step in their life because they, they're looking for the best one. Yes. And the yeah. best one will never arrive. And the best one, waiting for the best one will make you miss out on a very good one yeah. that you actually can own and develop yourself to become the best of one course. for you. Yeah, yeah. So basically, one, find a mentor. Two, be prepared to fail. Three, understand there is a growing pain. Yes. Like a children, while they're growing, they feel the pain of growing. Yeah. Businesses feel the pain of growing. Yeah. So be prepared for that growing pain. Four, building a business is a hard work. Yeah. So if you're looking for a nine to five a job, don't build a business. Yeah. <laughs> right? Building a business, it takes a lot yeah, of time. 21 hours a lot a of day. Effort. <laughs> but look, not, again, nothing hurts except my job, smiling yeah. all day long. Yeah. Because it's not how much money you make, it's yeah. what you do with it. Yeah, yeah. It's not how, many, how much money you make, it's how much difference in people's life you mm -hmm. use that money for. Yeah. Right? Everyone has money today. A lot of people are richer, poorer, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're well off in this country. There is, there is a lot of poor. And I'm one of the biggest supporters of the homelessness yeah. and the poverty and, 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 and changing that situation in Canada. But in general, Canadian, at a big percentage, they're, they're doing well. Yeah. But what we need to do is always to do better, always push ourselves to be on the world stage because sure. Canada do deserve to be on the world stage of at course. a lot of levels. Yeah. We're very good, but we don't realize it. We're and people are mixing us a lot with the U.S. It's true, And we yeah. need to be separated. Yeah. We own it. And I think we own it to ourselves and to our children. That's I think what so we need too. To. Yes. A lot of people forget how big Canada is, especially on the world stage. It seems like just because we're silent in the corner a little bit, it's um, we're nice. Yeah, we're good we're people. Very nice. We're nice. We're good people. But that does not stop us from becoming for sure a star in our in what 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 what, what we ought to be a star on. So basically, beside that, it's a long journey. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur is a long journey, and there is no safe zone. Yes, you you have money. But yeah. every time there is an opportunity come in, you don't, you can't get really feel that safety and you do not jump and invest again. I love it. So, yeah. you know, but again, being in a business is risky. Yeah. And it's not in use. Yes, we know that we can fail, but business people still invest. They still leave a very good job yeah. to create their own path. And so for all the young people, please don't die with a, with a great idea. Yeah. So, so many people take a great idea to, 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 the, to, grave. to yeah. the grave with them and they do nothing about it. Yeah. You know, there is nothing more satisfying than seeing an idea that you started from scratch, growing, prospering and benefiting others. Yeah. There is nothing more satisfying in the world. Yeah, no, I can, to I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are afraid to sort of go after, but sometimes you got to take the plunge. And and, but if you realize, that, like yeah. if you're a lawyer or you're an accountant or you have a job that it's safe, and you have a great experience at that job, mm -hmm. that job is always going to wait for you. Yeah. Company will always hire you for that job. So get out of the box. To try sure. something in you and you will fail. Sure. Like even the alchemist is funny. It says you yeah. got to fall seven times before you stand up once. Yes. Yeah. Right? So go fall seven times. If you stood up once, that's it. Your dream came true. And yeah. if you don't, you always have that job waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You always yeah. have a fallback for sure. 
I love it. So, how uh, many restaurants right now do you guys have? 78. 78. Wow. That's crazy. And where did the first one open? Mississauga. Mississauga. Dixie and Eglinton. Dixie and Eglinton. Awesome. Very cool. What are your plans for the future? Any big goals? Well, definitely. We have a, a new brand that we're launching that it's mostly based on digital. Uh, Very cool. Like it's called Boxed. Okay. B-O-X apostrophe D. Okay. It's on our website already. Our first location will open in four weeks. Awesome. And it's on Cubby Delivery. Okay. Right? Uh, faster. You can order from your app, arrive, just pick up and leave if that's what you want. Great. That said, we maintain the personal touch. Okay. The cook, the cooks are behind that cubby line. I love it. And you can see them. But yet, delivery is through cubbies. Very and good. there is a concierge in the front, so we don't lose our touch of a human. Very and cool. all the screens around sends a community message. That's So when cool. you're coming stressed, it's mostly for financial district and for busy areas. Mm -hmm. But when you're coming stressed and you're so overwhelmed by work, and you're seeing messages where good people finish ahead. Yeah. Where more you give, more you make. And you're reading those messages. That's and good. we're talking to you. Well, we're going to deliver your fresh food fast yeah. for you to change the world. Right? You know, a lot of people misunderstand CEOs. They think CEOs are robots. CEO has no feeling. We as CEO, we're more sensitive than a lot of other yeah. category in the business. Because we don't have a lot of friends. We can't. We, we, we don't we, we don't have even maybe sometimes the time to filter it through that mm -hmm. right so s finding a positive message yeah finding a message where we we send a message to people that they're very busy to doesn't have to be only CEOs to lawyers to accountants to even employees yeah that you are appreciated and what you're doing is for the bigger picture to it's change a big bigger picture. thing and send bigger message yeah that brand send that message fresh food delivered fast high quality cooked on site I love it right on a digital approach, yeah, right. What we call today the businesses has to be Instagrammable. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> right? true though. Yeah. That's an Instagrammable yeah. brand, yeah. but no. at the same time, without losing the core of Paramount, which is two things: fresh food that I would feed to my children. That's our policy. I, I will only it. serve you what we feed to our children. That's great. While we become successful, we hold on to the community to grow it with us. Awesome, right? I love it. And that's the bottom line. No, it's great. So you're growing your business and you're still keeping that focus. And even, you have Even in the digital era, which I is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Digital era might take away from us a little bit the personal touch only if we do not pay attention to what's important. Yeah. But we can't blame the digital and technology and moving forward with our lives why we're not paying attention to the people, yeah. to human. It's us. We can decide to use the digital to actually help refugee mm -hmm. we can use use the our technology and we do look today's marketing is all social media the social media platform are stronger than globe and mail and the tv stations today mm -hmm. right so we can use it for whatever we want we yeah. can use it to spread hate and we can use it to spread love yeah and canadians do use it to spread love yeah, mostly for sure and that's very important yeah one or the other yeah um so in terms of book recommendations we always do like a book of the day do you have any book recommendations i can't remember the book but it's uh, for mayor uh, that started uh, uh, the uh, uh what you may call it whole food okay and he talks always about the culture how the culture is the most important part of a company to be successful i love it i fully agree Perfect. I apologize. I don't, I don't remember the name of the book, but I have it on my desk and I forgot. No, it. no, no worries. No <laughs> worries. I always like to catch people off guard a no, little bit right. with the book uh -huh. recommendations. Um, that's awesome. So for 2020, big year ahead, you're launching this new brand. Anything else that's happening? Absolutely. So in 2020, we're launching this uh, new uh, book. We have a big, a huge event we're going to start annually for United Nations Human Rights mm -hmm. and Refugee. Very cool. Yearly is going to be a very high-end event, and we're going to be 
hoping to build a school from every event wow. because in Somalia and in some countries uh, I'm, I can't wait that we I actually go to Venezuela mission okay I think it's a big mission for me in 2020 Very because cool. in 2020 I'll be uh, Venezuela could become bigger than Syria yeah so that's two three I will be attending Expo 2020 in Dubai oh Canada awesome. is participating very cool. I can't wait to represent Canadian businesses within the Expo 2020 that's amazing meet the rest of the world give Canada another opportunity to be separated from any other country yeah on its own and shine there where we can open another venues of business another opportunity of business beyond the United States and beyond any other country in the world yeah us having our representation our pavilion and meet the world and let the the world know Canada mm -hmm. have an opportunity to invest in Canada and Canadian startup businesses technology and everything we yeah. can so that's a huge is the biggest the biggest expo ever on earth that's amazing right yeah. a lot of money invested in it yeah uh, and very, no better place than Dubai and, which is all money doing it in Dubai yeah well you know what again we never actually celebrated what Canada has created the last seven years for sure our good reputation as one of the best country in the world for we sure. have not actually see the ROI the return on investment on yeah. it and I think in expo we will see that because people will have Canada move to a place where it's more accessible, doesn't need a lot of visas and complication. Yeah, yeah. And we will see our worth more than a lot of other pavilion, hopefully. Yeah. I can't wait to see that myself. Yeah. Uh, Paramount will continue growing. We continue hiring refugee, and I'm very proud of that. Yeah. And we'll continue playing a big role on, I think, social corporate responsibility, where we set an example that CEOs need to get involved and be worrying more about than the profit and the bottom line of money. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and hopefully we'll play a bigger role as CEOs of businesses. Look, businesses and CEOs are more innovative, yeah, and they're less bureaucratic. The government is doing a great job at a lot of front, but us CEO can do much more and much sure. better because we do not have those handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. We do not have a lot of red tape. Yeah. We don't like, we, and we are more innovative and we have the best talents. I think CEO need to do more of that. CEO need to speak out more. Of course, and need to stand up more for for social issues yeah so we can actually help changing the world faster yeah 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 change the world but growing the business changing the community all Absolutely. that sort of good stuff i love it um for the sort of taking the next step and then we'll wrap it up in a sec but for taking the ne next step as a business so you you got a company that was close to bankruptcy how was that transition how did you take it from a dark time to a brighter time? nightmare nightmare of course that's <laughs> where they no look if I'm going to sit here and tell you that everything was perfect, yeah. was all, you know, stars and beautiful. No, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, uh, for me, I didn't know anything about the food. Yeah. I didn't know how to fry an egg. Oh, okay. So I had to count on people, really, that believed in me. So culture came in the most important part of it. Yeah. Because I had to get a culture of IKEA syndrome. Okay. The IKEA syndrome is why does IKEA ask you to put the table together? Yeah. So you can buy into their product and appreciate the quality. For sure. Or at least you won't complain yeah. because you put it together so you now you thought all of a sudden that you made it. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's psychological. So I had to get the team to buy into the Paramount culture. Yeah. I had the team to lead the Paramount culture, and that was very important. But yeah. when we opened the second location, it was a really nightmare. Yeah. Because then I realized that I had to know how to repeat it to make it a real business. Otherwise, it's not a real business. Okay. So, and that's what we did. So we had to learn again how to repeat it. And then once we repeated twice, three times, four times, that was easy after. Oh, right? that's awesome. But again, remember but one word. the first few times was extremely Yeah, but remember hard, one word. Yeah. 
one word is cash flow. Cash flow. Cash flow is what stops every business from continuing. Yeah. And you be careful with your cash flow. Yeah. Always bank for two years ahead for you personally and three years ahead for your business. That's that's great. Advice. Always, always, always. And unless you have money enough for you to live two years without a job, mm -hmm. that means you can't spend on extras. You can't spend on nicer watch. Yeah. You can't spend on nicer jewelry, on nice purse. Yeah. Bank for disaster. That's what I call it. If you don't bank for disaster, you will hit a disaster. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, we will wrap up. Uh, the last thing that we sort of do on the podcast, just to sort of wrap it up, is a question of the day. So any question that you want to ask the audience, maybe something that they can think about, if they're thinking about starting a new project, maybe, you know, anything. It could be anything, any sort of last thoughts. I'm going to ask everyone how many times they had the opportunity to actually help someone or change someone's life and they didn't. And why is that? That's beautiful. I love it. Right? I love That's it. my question to the audience. And I hope, I don't know how I'll see the answer, but I would like to see the I answer. I love it. Yeah, yeah. We will definitely link all that stuff. Um, the last thing, is this your first time at DX3 conference? No, it's my second time. Second time? I was a speaker last year. Awesome. How was it? It was great. amazing. Great. Yeah, it was yeah amazing. it's a great conference. I've been here Absolutely. a few years. It's, it's Very well organized. I already saw a couple of great ideas, like the robot there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the gentleman there, he's the one who uh, interviewed me at the uh, Restaurant Canada show. Oh, really? Yeah, so, and I, I walked That's in. That's a very popular conference, too. It, it is. So, I actually uh, walked to the robot to see well, what's going on there, and I met the same gentleman. Yeah. I was very honored and pleased to meet him again. Yeah, again, yeah. Again, great young CEO, new entrepreneur who started and is doing very well. That's great. Yeah, it's always great to see the ideas, the new tech and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mohammed. We hope to speak to you soon. And thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you very much for time. having me. And for whoever is listening and who's not coming to the X3, yeah. you should come here, show up here. There is a lot happening. It's an amazing place to be. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Check out Mohammed on everything, social media, website paramount fine foods everything will be linked in the description thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you guys soon All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. Today's episode was another gem, another gem from the vault, an amazing episode, a lot of fun to record. And this entire series has been so much fun. I have been recording these episodes on the conference floor at the DX3 conference in Canada, in Toronto, and it has been amazing. So I've been here March 10th and March 11th. If you do not know what DX3 is, if you've never been to the DX3 conferences before, please make sure you check out their website at dx 3 canada.com for more information about their co conferences events all that sort of good stuff because you do not want to miss out on those opportunities if you want to write to them also check out their email info at dx3canada.com hit them up let them know how much you love these podcasts because they want to hear from you okay other than that this entire series has been amazing you want to listen to all of these episodes because there are takeaways from every single episode and you are going to learn from some amazing people. So please listen to the entire episode. Check out dx3canada.com. But make sure you also check out livingthecanadiandream.com. Follow Living the Canadian Dream on Instagram, Twitter, all that sort of good stuff. And also follow Bradley Thompson at I am Brad Thompson across all platforms, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Want to get your TikTok on? Check out I am Brad Thompson on TikTok because it is always amazing. Okay? 
Other than that, thank you so much to DJI Media for the support. Always supporting the podcast. They are the best. Thank you, DJIMedia.ca. You're awesome. That's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time, keep on keeping and get after it. Leave him to Canadian dream.